Hey, it's James from Royal Credit Union's Money Donuts podcast. We're talking about a word that scares a lot of people. It's fraud. This individual, they were bombarding that phone so much that the person got a new phone number. There was a note, a sticky note on the outside of their door saying, what is your new phone number? What? So they hired, the scammer hired someone on Craigslist to place that note there. Listen to Money Donuts on your favorite podcast platform or watch full videos at rcu.org podcast. We out here. E. White joins to talk about the high school hockey vibes, and Kirsten and I talk all-star game and Cabo vibes given to us from the Minnesota Wild. As always, we're created by the New Voice Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Talk North, Grain Belt, Jim Beam, and Royal Credit Union. This is Season 4, Episode 162. Celebrate your favorite Minnesota sports teams and moments with SodaStick.com. Relive the Met Center chairs, the Metrodome push, and so much more with unique and quality garb found only at SodaStick. Don't forget to add code BARDOWNBEAUTIES at checkout for 15% off all of your purchases. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition. Like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game, or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart, Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2021, James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up? Bar Down Beauties, episode 162. I don't know why, Kirsten. I have been struggling with episodes lately. Uh, 162, you all. I know you guys care. I care. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com. And this is Kirsten Kroll, my lovely co-host, who is also at every single wild game. Kirsten, first, first things first, we are on a break. We are recording this on a Friday before All-Star Weekend festivities. But February, I just filled out my February calendar and it's like wild game day off, wild game day off, wild game throughout the entire 28 days of February. Are you ready for the large amount of wild games and the large amount of home games that you and I will be working? Yes and no. Um, Yes, because I'm very ready to just be busy, get out of my house. I think we're getting to that point in the year where I don't know about you. I have major spring fever. Every time I go to Target, I walk past that garden section and I see all of the spring stuff out. I'm like, we're so close. We are so close. So just getting out of my house, having something to do. Big turn of pace from this past January. Wild played at home like what, four times the entire month. And so I'm just really looking forward to actually being busy, but I know I will change my mind when we are in the thick of it and be like, I'm so tired. Like there's so many games, but it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a really busy month. It is going to be a lot. Again, you can come say hi to us at any of these home games. We enjoy saying hello. So if you're there, shoot us a a message, a note, whatnot, because there are plenty of home games that you can check out for your Minnesota wild right now. They are on break. Let's start with the travelers. About half the team told us before the break that they were going to Cabo. We're seeing the social media posts. You're seeing all the guys uh, and wives, girlfriends, buddies, what have you. Um, How fun has it? They look like they're having a pretty solid time in Mexico, Kirsten. Uh, A little too much fun, maybe. Connor Dewar... (laughs) Matt Boldy and Duhame, the beads and the braids that they got. I saw that and I was like, all right. I just, I genuinely hope that they bring that back to Minnesota. First home game. I hope you guys, I hope they still yeah. have the beads in their hair and you can. <laughs> I can't imagine a helmet feels too great on that, right? Because oh. they got the beads and then I'm sure the braids, which is something you did in like middle school. If it you would be awful. Yeah. Sleeping on that. Do you think that they still have that in their hair right now? They have well, to. So I was never fortunate enough to go to Mexico on spring break. I had to go ice fishing and like do stupid hotel things. Like we didn't have the money to go to Mexico. But I remember you always knew those people that went on spring break because they come back and they'd still have the beads in their hair, right? And the things. But then when you also, when you take it out, your hair goes like poof, right? Like I want one or the other. I want to see the braids in person or I want to see the poof in person. Um, I want to see both. Yeah. Yeah. Or both. Or both. This is true. 
I feel like Duhame's hair. Can we also shout out that Brandon Duhame in that photo again? You guys can find this on Instagram, Twitter. It kind of made its rounds of the those three young guys posing with these beads in their hair. Uh, but Duhame looks like that look fits him, right? Like I don't know if it's the way that he's posing. Like it was a vibe. And then you have doer who looks like he's trying way too hard and then you've got boldy who the beads because he has kind of that like middle part to the side the beads hang in his face very awkwardly again looks like a great time it's just so funny to analyze that type of photo of these professional hockey players i just this is the kind of content i want i want to <laughs> I just want to see more of this stuff because especially for Connor Dewar, it seems so out of pocket. And I mean this in the nicest way. I They have personalities, but we don't see it very often from like Duhame or Dewar for Dewey one, Dewey two. Why am I using their actual names? Um, <laughs> but we don't see their full personalities. And I think we're seeing it really for the first time on this trip. So I think people are just so taken aback and really just loving it. But for real, this is what fans want to see. Like, show us more of what you like to do on vacation, whether it's getting beads in your hair or whatnot. Like, let's see more of it. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, a couple of people missing from the trip, Marcus Foligno, Marc-Andre Fleury. I don't know where they are. I'm curious, probably doing family stuff, which is adorbs. Uh, but you've got Kirill Kaprizov, who I will admit, I was like, where is Kirill? And then I was like, oh yeah, he's the Minnesota Wilds All-Star, which again, we're recording this on a Friday All-Star Weekend happening in Sunrise, Florida this weekend. Uh, Kirill is there. Matt Zuccarello, of course, is there to support his boy. Um, and then they bump into Kevin Fiala and his wife. Looks like the three of them hanging out. Fiala representing the LA Kings in the All-Star game. Like, it's just that little threesome, the little three musketeers. I, I enjoy it. I really do. It literally melts my heart and makes it so full to know that on their break, Zuccarello and his wife and their huge little baby went all the way to Florida to go support Uncle Kirill. Like it warms my heart so much. Also, I have to ask if Kirill weren't playing in the All-Star game, would he also be in Cabo getting beads in his hair? I just got to know. I feel like he could pull off beads, right? He like, would break the internet. Minnesota I wild social media broken. Like you <laughs> wouldn't even be page not loading if Kirill got beads in his hair on vacation. Just, I, I enjoy it. I, I do. Uh, again, Kirill representing your Minnesota wild. He will be participating. So let's, Kirsten, I want to break down the competition. The competition, the skills competitions are my favorite without question. Like, it's just fun. The players let loose in general, all-star weekend. Kirsten and I will be at all-star weekend next year. I promise you this because it seems right up our alley. Like everyone's having a good time. Um, shout out to those sweaters. We talked about those a couple episodes. Those look great. The goalies went all out on the masks too. I think you saw Mitch Marner, our boy putting some nice skates on too. What I was going to talk about that. Mitch yeah. Marner putting his dog riding the fin of the shark on his skates i saw that and i screamed i was like this i i need more of it this is the stuff i want to see selfishly also shout out sarah sivian doing the lord's work asking every single player their favorite taylor swift song shout out to you i've been seeing that and i love it how do you feel about all-star this has been a long time of no hockey as well like how are you like, obviously I think there's a break needed in an 82 game season without question. Do you feel like this is too long? Like I look at the guys in Cabo, if that were me, I would have to come back three days early to dry myself out and be ready. Cause they face Arizona on Monday. Yeah, honestly, like I'm thinking from my perspective of me, even just being gone for five days. And then when I come back the very next day, there's a wild game like at home. And so for me, I, it takes me a minute to get back into my routine and to really just get readjusted. So for those guys, I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, they're, pros, I mean, yeah, you but... need the break. You need to relax, but also I don't, I mean, maybe they're better at getting back into their routine or kind of being out of it just because they are on the road and traveling so much that you get accustomed to that. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, shout out to the wild for making a, it a team thing, right? Like having, I mean, I know every single one of those guys was invited to to participate. I forgot Ryan Reeves also MIA. I didn't see where he was at, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's cool. It's a good opportunity for them to get away from the rink and just kind of not only relax, spend time with family, what have you, but just be a team not on the ice, which is mm-hmm. so important. Bill Guerin and Dean Evson have stressed that and just have some fun together. And you love to see it. You love the the team bonding. The whole thing is a vibe. Speaking of vibes coming up, we have E. White from KDWB, from Puck Patrol, from pretty much everywhere. He's going to be joining us to talk about how he has solidified himself as one of the top media personalities here in the Twin Cities and what he thinks about the hockey fandom here in the state of hockey. So we are going to take a quick break. We come back E white before we get there. Here's this week's let's play hockey high school hockey report. It's a pretty special thing to have one dominant program at any given high school, but to have two with the girls and boys hockey teams is a rarity, but we're lucky to see it happening right now in both class AA and class a. For the second week in a row, both Minnetonka boys and girls squads were ranked number one in Class AA. Over in Class A, War Road ranks number one in both boys and girls as well. On the boys' side, Minnetonka is now 19-2 after defeating Buffalo 6-0 last week. Buffalo was coming off of two wins against top 10 teams, but they ran into the juggernaut that is the Minnetonka Skippers. The Skippers also beat number three Wyzetta 4-2 and number 12 Lakeville South 5-2. Minnetonka has now won 10 straight with just four regular season games remaining. The Skippers will have face number two Edina this coming Saturday. The Hornets coming off a big win over Hill Murray. Minnetonka is winning with a balanced attack, three strong lines, along with a solid defensive core and good goaltending. They currently have eight players with 20 or more points, each of those players averaging about a point per game. With that sort of depth, the Skippers will be tough to beat down the stretch. Come section time, they are the favorites in Section 2 AA, where they will likely have to face number 6, Chanhassen, who defeated the Skippers 4-1 earlier in the season. Over in Class A, the Warrior Boys have won 21 straight games and remain undefeated. Five of those wins have come against Class AA teams, and Warworld has outscored opponents 119-28. to They are killing penalties at a 94% clip, and their power play is converting 33% of the time. Just amazing. Mr. Hockey candidate Jason Shockby continues to put up gaudy numbers with 71 points on the season. Linemate Carson Pilgrim, a junior, scored his 40th of the year last week and eclipsed the 100-point mark for his career. Speaking of points and milestones, Kitson County Central's Tyler Hennon has scored 24 goals in his past five games and now has 62 on the season. That is good enough for the state's sixth all-time. The record holder is current Gopher Captain Jackson Nelson, who scored 78 goals in 2016. Hennon has three games left in the regular season and could even net a couple more during playoffs. That puts him well within reach of breaking the single-season all-time mark. The high school hockey season is reaching its peak as as teams prepare for section playoffs, which is the most exciting time of the year for these teams, schools, and players. There is nothing better than putting it all on the line in a win-or-go-home setting. Every shift, every shot, every save counts. This is truly the best time of year for high school hockey in Minnesota. That's our high school hockey report. Remember, the Let's Play Hockey Expo is coming up March 10th and 11th at the St. Paul River Center. We will have a big announcement later this week, so be sure to follow Let's Play Hockey on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on what's happening in the state of hockey. We'll see you at the ring. We're back. Joining us now, a man that needs very little introduction, at least from his voice alone, if not from his huge following here in Minnesota. Eric White, you know him as E. What's going on, my friend? I'm so happy we got you back on here. Dude, you didn't need I I need all the introductions, man. For real. I'm not I'm I ain't shit, bro. You know this. <laughs> you are on. everything. Please, you're everywhere. Like I I like to pride myself on being probably too busy and extremely busy. I'm fairly certain your schedule is more chaotic and more hectic than mine. And I say that bowing down to you, E. You stop that. You stop that. No, I just have a lot of spreadsheets. It helps. It really does. <laughs> Got it. Uh, two go. We bumped into E last weekend at Hockey Day, Minnesota. How was your Hockey Day experience last week? Did you go down to Mankato last year? Was yesterday or last year or last week? Excuse me. Yeah. Your first. No, yeah, I did go to Mankato and it was very, very average. So comparatively, so no offense, Mankato. Um, but like, I mean, what do you expect? It's all good. It's Mankato. Um, but uh, no, uh, White Bear was fantastic. The energy was really, really good. It was the first year we did like the Puck Patrol thing where it's like we actually went out and did like social media and everything like that, went crazy with it. So that was the first year we did that. 
Um, but yeah, man, I mean, White Bear Lake brought it. They brought all the energy and everything. And it's it's always good to see the passion for hockey in the state. But even more so with like, you know, the 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 youths, if you will, you know, where it's just like a lot. They get hype and it's just like this is what they live for more than anything else because they don't have responsibilities and shit. So like it's actually like kind of cool to like see like the energy from that, you know, perspective and everything. So it was awesome. It's great. Yeah. And besides running into me and Jesse, what was your favorite part of that hockey day? <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, I, I, it's hard to top that if we're being a hundred percent here. Um, man, I, there were so many like great experiences. I think just in general, the energy towards the end of the white bear Lake and Hillbury game was just wild because those exchanges were crazy. And then the fireworks going off and everything like Zach Alverson, a K fan, uh, one of my coworkers, he's talking about how he's like investigating with the fire marshal to see what happened with the fireworks. Like he's taking this so serious. It's like, so that was really cool. I think that was just like, you know, probably other than, you know, that was one of the highlights of the weekend. I mean, there are so many, you could go through the whole entire list. Also Hermantown breaking out the baby blues, mint, beautiful. Like those were incredible. So yeah, for sure. You are a connoisseur of sweaters, hockey sweaters. We start, you started this a couple years ago. You gave the Bardown Beauties a very good passing grade. We appreciate that mostly. What did you think of the Hockey Day Minnesota? I am not a fan of the Zephyr sweaters, and I'm a Zephyr. We all know this. We all embrace my passion for my alumni, my alumnus. But I did find out the purple that was on the Matamidi Zephyr was actually because their OG school colors were purple. So oh. it doesn't seem as crazy to me, but... Need not to put a bean in that pot for you to vote for the Zephyrs, but right. who was your favorite sweater at Hockey Day? So we'll go reverse order because the Zephyrs were tough. That was not they just they, I don't like a gradient. So like I think if you're just gonna go like classic vibes, go all the way. Just go with the purple. It's fine. Um, I think because so many schools do the North Stars vibe, I got to put Hill Murray next. The jerseys were nice, but I've seen it before. I've seen the vibe. Now, White Bear and Hermantown, I feel like we have something that's, like, different, right? We have something from White Bear that's super classic. And then we have Hermantown with the baby blue, which now at this point, apparently, they're wearing in every game because, you know, <laughs> they're just out here burying people, which is nothing new. Just move up a division, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I think I got to go um, White Bear 2 and then uh, Hermantown 1 because, again, it's just that classic vibe is just so good to me. I love that. So, yeah. I think people will be pleased to know that you put Hill Murray towards the bottom. Yeah, I didn't realize how much of just like a disdain there was. I feel like Hill Murray has a Edina type like hate given towards it. You know, and I guess it's because of like I've heard so many things about, you know, people from White Bear Lake that ended up playing at Hill Murray instead because like, you know, certain things about certain conversations or whatever. I'm sure I don't have the. Um, you know, legal prowess or anything else behind that to tell you what happens. Mm -hmm. But I do know that like there's a some some, uh, you know, some heat there with the school. So I didn't realize how much it was until this weekend or last yeah. weekend. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, let me let me quick. I'll do a quick education for all of you listening out there who might not be privy to this. And second of all, I disagree. I think Hill Murray, mm, the Cooperall look. Come on. That was a beautiful thing. Like I do. I do brilliant. love good Cooperall. I'm a Flyers right? fan. They rocked the Cooperalls for yes. like four years back in the 80s. So, yeah, we <laughs> like it. OK, but because Minnesota's model and I'm doing a story. This is what I was talking to Pat McAlady about. So it's all fresh. You guys, Minnesota's model community based. You play for your youth association. You play for your high school team. That's how it works. No questions. There's no Hill Murray community. It is a private school. Therefore, Hill Murray being located in the Maplewood area, which is right by Matamidi, White Bear, Stillwater even. They steal and poach these players Just from those yoink. schools off. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> so that's the thing. That being said, I grew up a Hill Murray pioneer fan because my dad went to Hill Murray. My whole family went to Hill Murray. We couldn't afford to go to Hill Murray. And I'm very thankful for that to this day. But yeah, so I kind of loved him. Married to a White Bear guy, went to White Bear game. So it was a very... Uh, coming of age moment for young Jesse going to the Coliseum and watching Hill Murray and White Bear play each other. I was like, what do I do? My family or my friends? I chose I'm my friends. So it's like a soap opera. I'm so conflicted. What happens? Just the I, I don't know what it was about that. I think it was just you describing this moment in your life as a coming of age story for young Jesse mm -hmm. that really got me. But while we're on this topic, I just got to bring this up because I saw it stirred quite the fuss on Twitter. Hockey Day Edina, if that were to happen and people talking about how it hasn't happened yet, I, f I feel like it's bound to. It's going to happen one day, right? I mean, just the stir that's going to cause. Where, you, where I, do you put it? I, I 
that's a great do you put in the galleria like do you put in like parking that? lot yeah, yeah exactly i guess that's kind of what you do i mean that's kind of the culture of edina <laughs> right um <laughs> i mean just i i think just the amount of chirps that will happen when that does happen because like at this point like you're kind of you're, you're scraped not scra you're not scraping at this point but you're trying to like figure it out right because you have war road which is like basically Canada. And then you have Shakopee. Shakopee's got personality to it, but it's not like the first place I think about when I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, hockey in Minnesota, like essential. Edina is certainly like an essential part of like high school hockey in Minnesota. It's just Edina. So like, why, why would it like, it's like anything else, right? Like, why would we want to do that? Why would we want to give them more things to be excited about? I don't know if you're, it's just, are you an Edina per person, Kristen? I, I, she gives off Edina vibes. I'm no, with I'm you. Just, I, no, I just no. Gives off Edina vibes. Uh, I no, it's not even that. It was just like you seem so like passionate about it. Immediately, I'm like, <laughs> mm, she's a hornet. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've been vying for Hockey Day Rochester for years. That okay. is where I'm from. I am a John Marshall Rocket. It hasn't happened every single year when I see where the next city it's going to. I just increasingly get more sad and lose hope that it'll ever come to Rochester. But mm -hmm. I will still try to guilt trip everyone into bringing it to Rochester. That is my dream. Could be worse. Could be Mankato. It's fine. <laughs> <Where is it? laughs> Just so what what about Mankato? And now I got to dive into this. What about Mankato? Did you not like for the record? I enjoyed Mankato Friday night too much to the point where I was like almost just going to carry it over into Saturday. Be like, I'm not going to go to work. And then I sobered oh. up and, and the anxiety hit. But I I mean, it seemed OK to me from bit that I recall. No, it was fine. I just got COVID. So I was just like, I was kind of, <laughs> there bummed. it is. So like, yeah, I just got, I went to, I went to, uh, Mankato and like, it was fine. It was cold. It was my first hockey day experience. People were really like into it. Um, and I liked that and everything. And then we went into town and we went to a meat raffle and spent all our money and didn't get anything because very Minnesotan of us. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the next day I woke up and I felt like trash and yeah, I had gotten COVID and I was like, thanks, Mankato. I was like, it was either, it was either COVID or, or herpes. It's really, it, on I was going to say it's either that and, or an STD. Because yeah, exactly. If you were going to get it anywhere, it'd be from Mankato with St. Cloud being a close second, close second. <laughs> I'm glad you admitted that Kirsten as a Husky yourself. I'm glad yes. you know. <laughs> the disgustiness that St. Cloud can be. Uh, instead of shitting on all these other towns, guys, I also want to yeah, talk. my bad. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I feel like I've been here long enough. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I no. feel like I've been here long enough that I can get away with it. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> you get to see a lot of teams, a lot of youth crowds and fans with your Paw Patrol. Tell us about where that idea stemmed from. How much fun that has been. It's amazing that there hasn't been anything like that done to this point, knowing our passion in Minnesota for high school hockey, knowing what the fans and the crowds bring, but how, how cool has that been? So this is what now your second season of kind of doing it. So it's the first iteration of it, but like yeah. we did football uh, as well. Right. So like, we was right. kind of like the secondary of it, you know, me and the people here at KDWB, we were just talking and we were just like, how can we like really, dive into the community and that's always what i'm talking about because like i just i think it's so important especially here in minnesota where it's like you know the hashtag one of us mentality is very important and so like i'm loud i own a megaphone i was like <laughs> cool awesome i can totally do this at like football games what if i did it at hockey because again say to hockey seems logical it's a little more tricky than hockey or than football i would say just because like there's games we've been to where it's like I don't know the matchups as well as like now I'm learning as the season goes on. But early on, I'm like, cool, man, South St. Paul and Park Rapids. That's going to be a great game to go to. <laughs> and it was just like a bunch of gramps and like, listen, no offense, but like it is what it is. And then there are schools that surprised me. Right. Like we went to Roseville first week and they were lit, dude. They mm -hmm. went crazy. And like it's just because it's the first time in a long time they've been a decent team. So it's just really cool to see how each school handles different things. I've realized more and more, the further we get outside of the first ring of suburbs, the more passionate the fan base is like Andover Rogers immediately, it's going to be a madhouse. We know yeah. that, you know, so it's like really cool to see that. And I think it's cool for the kids too, because they're just like, screw it, man. We're already hype. Here's this dude <laughs> hyping us up more and he's not being weird about it or anything. Like, cause obviously I'm like in my mid twenties, they're just like, who the hell is this dude? It's like, nah, it's all good. I just have a megaphone. What a weirdo. Yeah, why does he have a mag megaphone out here? I'm like, just, just go with it. It's fine. It's all good. It's for the content. I just tell them it's for TikTok, and they're like, all right, let's go. Yes. So, <laughs> they're so with it.
you've you've infiltrated your way in very much so with the tiktok you guys the tiktok yeah that's what this is for that's what i'd be like because i'm awkward as shit so yeah (laughs) no same exactly it's like it's so funny for the gig that i have i am the most awkward human ever it's so bad i mean but i but i lean into it you know i mean i just do it loudly so Mm. i think that's like what helps me out out a little bit so this makes me think that maybe because i can relate to everything you just said because i also am an awkward human maybe Mm. i just need a megaphone like a bedazzled it, megaphone. Dude, uh, you, honestly, like, first of all, take them to the wild games, number one. Number two, it's just like, again, you have so much power in that moment. It's just like suddenly, like, all the confidence just exudes from you. And it's just because you have this random ass object in your hand. Like, there's times I don't even use it, but I'll just like be standing around, like, uh, Puck Patrol at, uh, what do you call it? White Bear Lake. I didn't use the megaphone. Did I forget it? Yeah, kind of, but I'm loud <laughs> as shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just like scream and everything. But it does it does help, too, that, like, the kids know me from, like, TikTok because I do, like, a ton of, like, dumb content and everything. So, like, there's always at least, like, one, two, three kids that are just like, yo, I follow you on TikTok. And I'm like, all right, awesome. That's easy. Tell your friends that we're doing these things, you know? So that does help it out. So it's yeah. I'm buying a megaphone. That's yeah. it. Solved. I agree. And bedazzle it. I think that yes. goes with no, your whole. Bedazzle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yes. It, it, my my Edina vibes Edina. <laughs> really go well with it. <laughs> Oh god. I don't know why some it's the blonde hair. I will admit it's just blonde. You see blonde, you think he Dina. I don't know. It's just Jesus. what it is. I feel yeah. like people look at me and think I'm like North Shore. Like there's so many people <laughs> who ask me if I'm from northern Minnesota. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, from the other side of the country. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's the just, beard and the flannel. I yeah, I it, it, see back in Philly, that just means I go to dive bars and I'm broke. You know what yeah. I mean? Out here right. it means like, yeah, oh yeah, I guess you live in the middle of the woods. So Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think I give off St. Paul vibes always, which I appreciate. Dive like I saw somebody on TikTok who had said, you know, most people think of their body like a temple. I think of mine like a dive bar, and I'm like, that is me. I feel this. Yes. This is what I am in for. This is how I do it. Sometimes I can put on a nice jacket. Let's be real. I want a sweatshirt instead, and like, let's go. Let's get some tabs, pull tabs going, what have you. Uh, you know, you'd mentioned you get to get out, obviously interact, mingle with the high school crowds. Who has? the best crowd behind them who stands the best behind their squad so i would say for a long time it was andover so andover for football andover for hockey they were consistent we had been we did a couple double ups you know with like football and hockey just because we knew what school was what um when you get threatened to be kicked out of the rest of your like stuff for the rest of the year because like the security is so sick of you slamming on the boards that shoots you up to number one. So Rogers is number one, like Rogers just comes out. They like, I'm not even kidding. Like we put a table up there and usually we have plenty of room and everything like that. There were parents that were just leaning against our tape. There were so, it was so packed. They were playing Champlain park. And like, I, from what I've heard, it's not like a crazy rivalry, but like people were just to the wall packed at the, uh, at the rack. So it was crazy, man. So yeah, I think Rogers is number one so far. So Fair. yeah, I'm sure there's plenty that will top it. We need to get the mod meet The problem is the guy didn't email us back. That's the way we get in. We who, like, you who know, do I need? Who do I need to call? Tell the athletic director that he sucks at his job and he should. Email yeah, us. I will. It's <laughs> no. not Whistler anymore. That was my guy. Whistler, don't, former Hilmer guy. But yeah, yeah, don't tell don't tell him he sucks, but do tell him that he I won't. Back. I'll just be like, I'm Jesse Pierce <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, my God, our famous alum. And I'll be like, that's exactly correct. That is who I am. Your most it, famous alum. It's so funny when we do have schools that like don't like either like don't want to be part of it or like, you know, kind of just like ignore it per se. And it's just like I I understand because like there's some of them that are just like really careful of image and stuff like that. And they don't want like anybody to be coming off as like rowdy and everything. (laughs) Minnetonka. Um, But (laughs) but um, I was going to ask. So I'm glad you said it. Yeah. No, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's all good. But I will say he's very prompt with his responses. Uh, But. Maybe cut this out. I don't know. <laughs> but, a very um, quick no. Yeah. 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 No, a, a swift no is good. Um, mm-hmm. But it's always interesting when, like, we, we explain it. And then sometimes people are like, what are you talking about? And we're just like, we do our show in KDWB, which is some hockey spice. It's not like we're broadcasting the game. We, well, there's a lot of times we email and people are like, oh, you're just doing a broadcast. We already have people. And I'm like, no, 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 it's different. <laughs> I promise it's different. And uh, sometimes they get it. Sometimes they don't. And sometimes they're just like, you know what? I'm just interested to see how this works. And then they're like, okay, this is cool. So yeah. You know, I feel the funny thing with that is like all of the places that do say no to that. Cause they just don't get it or they get worried about their image. Then they see T or other schools from across the 
the cities, for example. And then they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like we should do that. So it's like, literally, I just feel like it's kind of one of those things where they're hesitant. They see someone else do it and they're like, okay, no, we want, we want in on this. That's how Rogers happened because we went to an Andover game and Rogers outdid their attendance. And they were like, why haven't you been to Rogers yet? And I'm like, well, we're going to be. So yeah. And they, (laughs) they, they went hard, man. It was awesome. So yeah. I mean, it's free. It's free marketing for the school. Why wouldn't you like, it's literally just free fun. I mean, I think that just, that goes to speak. And this is a great, what I like to call a Jesse segue, um, how things in media have transformed tremendously. Right. KDWB radio. That is what you think of right naturally when you think of KWB, but your role has expanded to be just kind of this media personality across all forms. You've got your TV show in the mornings on Fridays. You've got now a very strong social media presence. And I mean, in general, we talked with Sarah Sivian about this too, like reporting and writing has branched into TikToks and the way that you need to present yourself. And while at first, I think the old school people are still so hesitant, even, you know, people my age, I think are like, "Uh, do we do this? How do we do this? Like, how do we navigate it? You've done a tremendous job. And how important do you think is it for anybody wanting to do any sort of media to be able to, you know, ebb and flow and go with it and try new things and get out there in all these different platforms? First off, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Second of all, it's just, it's so important because I said this, I I was on a podcast recently um, and we were talking about like the state of radio and everything like that. And it's like radio and regular TV and print media, like for a lack of better term, we're the most irrelevant we've ever been, right? Like comparatively, because it's like people can go on Twitter, they can go on YouTube, they can go on TikTok and they can find somebody that might be doing a job good enough Maybe not. Maybe they're not the greatest like writer. Maybe they're not the greatest radio host, but they're doing things to get people interested. And that's what matters. And I think with social media, it's so important to be multifaceted. And so like, that's what I really invested in is just like, I always, I, first of all, I never wanted to get into radio until like I was in college. And so like, I wanted to be a photographer and I ended up going left of center a little bit. And so like, I just love making content. I just think it's fun. I enjoy it at the end of the day. So um, if I can build a brand in the process and get people behind it and get a whole city behind it, which slowly but surely we are, it's just, it's just such a cool way for me to like, kind of expand what I've been doing. It's no different than anything else I'd be doing. It's just, just super fun. And it's kind of cool how it worked out. So for anybody out there that's hesitant about doing social media and everything like that, it, you're, if you keep on being hesitant, like things going to change, you know what I mean? There's going to be a new app. There's going to be a new thing. And then suddenly like, you're going to be like, Oh, well, I don't know about this one again. You're going to keep doing it. And then like eight apps later, you're just going to still be skeptical. And people are going to be like, by the time you get to it, people are going to wonder who you are and what you're doing and everything. It's just a benefit. So I think it's so important. You know? I'm going to date myself with this comment, but I remember in college, my PR, our PR class, she made us sign up for Twitter because Twitter was brand spanking new. And I was like, okay. this is stupid. I don't want to do this. I'm never going to like, I just, it was so, it was so new and it wasn't, you didn't realize how relevant now I don't go an hour without being on Twitter, unfortunately. Right. Like that's yeah. just the way, especially in my profession, it's one of the more important places for me to be, but I do. And that's the same, like TikTok. I'm navigating it. It's fun. It's different. And it's more than just these silly dances these days. Like it's actual content. And that's where people in that younger generation are going to get their information. And that's where they want to be. So it's like, well, if you want to be successful, no matter what your end of goal is, whether it's sports, whether it's, you know, just in general, it seems like you have to be willing to change and evolve with it. And that's just a part of life, if you will. That was deep, right? No, I was going to say, damn, I feel like I was just in therapy. Like, I'm seriously. <laughs> I know. Therapy with Jesse. Let's turn that into a segment. Jesse, you can spit all your yes. wisdom out on us there. Thank you. Like I did with my Instagram picture with my feet up, right? And I really inspired yeah. you something about it, dreams. And yeah. It did. Everyone go check out Jesse's Instagram um, if you're looking for a little bit of motivation heading into the weekend. Um, but another question that I had kind of following up on what Jesse had just asked with kind of pushing the boundaries of social media in this day and age and trying new things and how um, how people are consuming their content, how it's shifted and changed. Is there ever a time where like you get stuck in your own head and you're like, should I do this? Is this going to be a good idea? How are people going to perceive it when you are taking those risks to put out some creative new content or ideas? And if you do, like, how do you kind of work through that just to go for it? 
So it's funny because I think I have no shame with my content. I have no shame doing like I've done things like I'm doing this new series called Bet You Won't, where it's like I just do like the dumbest things like I got we out here tattooed on my thigh, you know, like like legitimately like pull it up right here. It's literally just like my uh, I don't want to say a catchphrase, but I say it a lot and people just think it's funny. And so I was like, screw it. I'm going to get it tattooed on me. And then like, you know, I do like dumb stuff like, you know, do snow angel shirtless and things like that. It's just, I, I don't think through my content and think like, you know, is this going to be embarrassing for me? I just kind of do it. And like, it's just, I was very stream of consciousness. I will say the thing that stops me is imposter syndrome. And sometimes I'm just like, damn, like, am I really that dude? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, am I, am I willing to like do this and everything like that? And not so much because I don't think it's funny or I don't think people will think it's entertaining it's more so that like I get so in my head just as who I am as a person that like I just immediately get like you know freaked out by it and that's something I'm working out with my therapist shout out Christine she's awesome <laughs> um so like we just kind of like work through it and everything but I would say most of my content I'm just like screw it I'm gonna do this I'm gonna try it out and if it works cool if it doesn't work it's fine at least I can say I tried it you know so mm -hmm. yeah I think that's I you're right like I feel like I've kind of and shout out to my anxiety medication for I believe allowing me to do a lot of the things that I've done because I don't really second guess it like eh, if they don't like it they don't like it like I don't care anymore that's part of just what's going on but yeah, yeah like it's as long as you're staying true to like who your brand is I think or like what you're trying like you know what crosses a line and what you don't do not want to put out there but like yeah I mean most of it most of my content it's fun it's silly it's stupid I might mm -hmm. toe a line once in a while, but that's kind of who I am as a person too. Yeah. Like if anybody knows me in real life, they're like, wow, you really just said that. Like sometimes I'll tweet things and it's a very real Jesse moment. And like my friends have seen that side, but like the Twitter verse hasn't. And they're like, wow, where did that come from? I'm like, oh, just Jesse being Jesse. Like that's who I am. <laughs> like, I don't I, know. I so. will say nine times out of 10, like Eric and E. White are the same person. You know what I mean? Like, it's my first initial last name. It's not like I'm lying to people, right? <laughs> so, like, I would say, like, we're the same person. But, like, there are, like, times where I have to, like, check myself and be like, okay, if you were sober and if you weren't doing this for, like, social media, like, you know, for the job or anything like this, would you do this? Would you find this fun? Would you do this with your homies? And, like, if that passes that test, then I'll do that. So, I yeah. think that's, like, kind of, like, the uh, the – if if you will, the filter I would go through. Also, like, you know, making sure it's nothing that will offend people. I don't like offending people. No. You know, except for except for Edina. You guys can get it all day. Yeah. Like, and Mankato, apparently. And Minnetonka. And St. Cloud. <laughs> you know what? St. Cloud, I'll give St. Cloud credit, man. Uh the game I went to, the Huskies game I went to was actually a vibe. So so far the energy was really good there. I I but I haven't been to a Mankato game, so they still have time to redeem themselves. Uh, you, you, but, I'll save you the time. You don't need to go to a Mankato game. I am still trying wow. to convince Jesse to come to a St. Cloud State game with me. Um, take her to MC's dugout before the game. You can say, do they sell we'll beer up at her powwow? They serve yes, they do sell nice. beer. Sold in like. in freaking St. Cloud. That's all they drink. They're, I'm just making doing, sure. I'm just making sure. They're not doing some sure. hoity shit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> Got to clear all the bases, right? Once the golfer started serving beer, I was like, yes, like, let's go. Let's do, you know, you didn't got to do it. That's true. As a power move. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. Bringing it back to hockey once more. E, before we let you, this has all been great. I like it. I like I the direction it. we're going. Yeah. You had mentioned you didn't really grow up in a state of hockey. Where are you from originally? Uh, so I grew up in Philadelphia area. Oh, that's so right. I knew there. that. Oh, yeah. so hockey's a part, whatever. It's, it's, yeah, oh, like, but the God. Flyers suck. And like, you know. It's Don't like, say it. We're not talking football with you. We're not talking any uh, of that. Uh, you no, right I was going to, I was going to dodge it. It's okay. But if, since you're bringing it up, uh, go birds. Uh, I'll keep it there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know, I, I know we're, we're horrible people. I know we're just a horrible, horrible people. You guys are yeah. worse. Every time I think of like, every time I say that, I think of the always sunny episode where they're like uh they're trying to go to the world series right and he's like yeah we philly fans we hammer people we absolutely hammer people I'm like you are you're just a terrible fandom terrible yeah. fan base and Easily. we've had a hell we've had a hell of a year too because the phillies made the world series as well so like it was there was a lot of just like horrendousness that's been going on in the streets they but, really uh, grease the poles oh 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Goodness. so like fun fact about that so 
the majority of South Philadelphia is like Italian. It's like 75% Italian and they're like Sicilian Italian. And in Sicily, they have events where they literally climb grease poles. So it's literally like a fucking cultural thing for people to know how to climb a grease pole. So it does nothing. It literally doesn't do anything. It's awesome. At what age do they introduce you (laughs) to climbing a grease pole? You know what? I'll have to ask, man, because I really don't know. Because, I mean, I'm guessing, like, you just kind of, like, at birth, you figure it out, right? They're just like, (laughs) hey, try it out. You know, might as well. I I can't say that I am as, uh, you know, well-versed. I'm very top-heavy. I have a high center of gravity. (laughs) So, like, I really uh, don't do well with the whole, like, you know, uh, acrobatics thing, if you will. So uh, I just kind of stay to the ground and like encourage my friends. I'm like, yeah, go do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Grab your phone. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I will say this is the last thing I'll mention about football is I'm just glad it's not the bills because the world was not ready for the fandom of bills and Eagles together. Like that would have been just epic proportions of insanity. I think. See- and, and you know what? I do love the Bills fandom because, like, they're not bad to other, like, fans. True. They're bad to each other. <laughs> like, they just treat each other like shit. And then, and yeah, like, like know, themselves, like, smashing through tape. Like, like, yeah, love that for sure. I don't condone the whole, like, throwing eggs at Niners fans and full beer cans and Vikings fans. Yeah. Um, I will chirp if they if I initiated. I'll chirp back, certainly. Right. But, like, I'm not going to throw anything at them, mostly because, like, I'm always afraid, like, I'm going to, like, drill a kid. Like, that's my, like, biggest fear is that, like, you know, I'm going to throw, like, a snowball at a 40-year-old and it hits an 8-year-old and then suddenly I end up in jail. Like, I don't want that. No, (laughs) nobody, nobody wants that at all. Uh, But so, I mean, hockey, a little bit, obviously. I mean, again, Flyers, good or bad, though, hockey's a part of Philadelphia. Um, What made you really soak up hockey? Was it because, as you had mentioned earlier, just being a part you want to be a part of the community you want to really embrace the state and something that's so near and dear or what sold you on hockey here because i know i've seen you in attendance with your pops at uh wild games too i mean you're you're out you're out there constantly yeah. enjoying the game as well was what was the reasoning behind that kind of well it was kind of the first sport that i ever really like witnessed as a child you know my my grandfather he was a diehard hockey guy grew up in germany so like he was like a big soccer guy and like hockey was like the only thing he could really like relate to kind of in that because they play hockey over in germany as well um obviously you know shout leon dreisaitl uh (laughs) but uh, but you know but um you know it was kind of the only sport he really could dive into when he first came to the u.s so when I was growing up, we always like went over their place and the flyers were always on. It was like nonstop. And so like, it was like very young age. I was planted in front of a TV. It's like flyers Islanders. And they're like, you like the orange team with the black. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Uh, so that was just kind of like, you know, why I got so passionate about it was I just growing up, it was always cool to me. And, you know, the flyers are just kind of a historic franchise in hockey. I mean, we don't have a ton of like high school. We had the, you know, a couple things here and there with like high school hockey. My high school team was fine. Uh, college hockey. It's like, we have Penn state and Mercyhurst, and that's all the way on the other side of the state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it wasn't really a huge thing. Like most of the guys from PA and the NHL are from Pittsburgh because they were grew- grown up a lot around it a lot more, but the flyers just have like a special place in my heart just because of that. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. just always uh, the team I was focusing on. And so when I moved to Minnesota and it's like, everybody loves hockey already. I'm like, cool. I don't feel weird anymore because Philly's a basketball town. Like everybody, sure. you know, that's the first thing you do. It's like you shoot hoops, you know what I mean? Um, but like, you know, not a lot of people out there skating on the ice because the ice doesn't freeze you know, or the water doesn't freeze out there, you know, during uh, December and like through J- February and stuff. Um, and we actually have a normal winter that only lasts three months. I was going to uh, say like, yeah. yeah, that sounds terrible to have just a normal season for yeah, winter. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it, it felt good being out here and just being able to embrace it a little bit more so and then my dad loves it too you know obviously like like I said you know it's a good way for us to bond and everything and uh he loves it he loves Minnesota too that was his first time out here he thought it was great so yeah it was super cool so yeah for sure yeah man <laughs> what does he think of your fandom because I imagine I mean you're again because you are out there on all these platforms and people recognize you what does what did he think when people are like oh e what's up and like how does he feel about it 
he thought it was pretty funny because he got uh he thinks it's cool i mean it's like one of those things where it's like hey my kid's doing some shit you know what i mean yeah. so i think he thinks it's interesting it was funny because like we were leaving the wild game uh, we there were a couple of different instances during that weekend i got recognized in duluth at bentleyville which is wild <laughs> and then you know so it's like it's even happening outside of like the twin cities which is really cool yeah. but i got recognized walking out of the wild game and this one dude yelled out he's like yo e white stop shitting on my hometown because he's from edina <laughs> and so my dad my dad knew immediately he's like oh is that that is that edina and i'm like yeah and he's like nice and he gave me a high five it was awesome so i think that was like really cool so he thinks it's sick and i think he uh he's super supportive and my mom always thought it was cool too you know obviously you know she's not around anymore but uh even then she was just kind of like she was more careful about i would say like my content that I do, she always had shit to say about it. She always like was just like, what the fuck you doing? Like, like a mom. Yeah, you know? exactly. For yeah. sure. It's just like, watch your mouth. Watch what you're doing. <laughs> like, hey, maybe I wouldn't have done this. Like, she would have lost her mind at me getting a tattoo saying we out here. She hated them in general. So like, you know, I always have that conscience in the back of my head. The problem is I ignore it probably more often than not. So <laughs> which is no different than when she was alive. So it's all yes. There you go. <laughs> do you still hear her going like, Eric? Because I know even my mom when I she's like jessica and i was like well, mm, sorry I, the, I literally hear it and i see the face she used to make because she used to just be like eric i swear to god like just like things like that just so funny it's the best like i got this tattooed on um here <clears throat> when i moved to minnesota i was like yeah, i'm gonna get something and i got the paul bunyan axe and everything um nice. and incredible oh yeah we had to lean into it and um i remember showing my mom on mother's day uh this tattoo and she was just like this is fake right and i'm like no nah, no nah. and she, i'm just like it's just for minnesota and she's like you have a f weapon on your arm you're never gonna get a real job i'm like i'm never gonna have one in general it's like it was never the plan you knew this going into this you knew what you signed up for knowing that your kid was going into like like media and like social stuff and everything it's just like nah come on so it's really funny i have like those memories and i'm just like oh man she used to just drilled it in my head like <laughs> hey please be normal for like five seconds and i'm like no <laughs> no i repent this i don't want this just being defiant as shit i love mm -hmm. it <laughs> mom's gonna be mom well i think yeah. you are making her quite proud as she looks yeah, on you i'm very yes <laughs> i mean it uh tell people where they can find you where they can follow you all the content you got your own podcast you got the kw you got shows tell us all about it give people uh the the 411 if you will kids people still say that 411 the download the deets uh i'm gonna say no to that one but that's okay can it's confirm fine. they do not they do not <laughs> we're like the same age out. right i was gonna say we're like, I'm like 35 yeah 26 okay oh. so i'm a year older than you 27 okay yeah. okay yeah see we're good yeah I'll no they just don't out. say that cool yeah okay. <laughs> it's all good uh e white on the mic e like the letter white like the color on the mic instagram twitter tiktok i'm on kdwb6 to midnight monday through friday um twin cities to do on fox nine i'm on there 7 15 every friday letting you know what's going on in the cities and then yeah i have a podcast slash morning show on the weekends it's called e white and rach it's me and my homie rach and we do a show in like four different cities including minneapolis so yeah check that out it's lit <laughs> just running around we'll get you out to a zephyr game you me and kirsten heading up to st cloud at the next home game kirsten please orchestrate organize for us let us know i'm uh, on it We'll make also, a time. before I leave, I called yeah. you Kristen early on because I've read your shit weird. I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible it, person. <laughs> I think I I think with the good in my heart, because I'm a good person, I can forgive you. It yeah, happens yeah. all the time by literally everyone. I know. I, everyone. I know, but I get pissed when people spell Eric with a K and like I know how that feels. Like, do and everybody does it here. There's not a <laughs> Starbucks order that has a C ever in my life. It's freaking stupid. <laughs> I, if it makes you feel any better, even for as long as I've known her, I still have to so deliberately think like Kirsten, Kurt, like, and it's because my brother is dating a Kristen now too. So wow. it's just very, you're really screwing me up. Maybe we just talk about changing that during our St. Cloud trip. If you want to something to think about. I think you should talk to Rhonda, AKA my mom about that yeah. and see what she has to say. Rhonda and Rhonda <laughs> might have some opinions. Like Mm -hmm. oh yeah no that's fair i mean whatever we'll we'll discuss we'll discuss okay. uh e thank you so much for joining us you the best uh look forward to seeing you around you guys we're gonna take another quick break we'll be right back e 
White always a good time looking forward to the Husky game with him uh Kirsten when are we do we're doing this soon uh yes I'm looking at my calendar for like this month because then they're gonna go into NCAA the one playoffs. the one weekend that they the wild don't play well they play on Friday nights too so it doesn't need to be a Saturday but they could go up on a Friday night let me look at my calendar okay you just Mm -hmm. let me figure out the scenarios and we'll go from there we're getting towards the end of the season jesse i know we should have thought of this definitely should have thought of this one thing i did think of you guys this week's up for debate shout out another stellar week in the up for debate you guys are just really embracing it i appreciate that uh we went with the jersey kits because kevin weeks our boy kevin weeks had mentioned how he had heard that the wild were going to really implement the reverse retro North stars colors into a more consistent kit, not just during reverse retros. Uh, Mike Russo of the athletic kind of debunked it a little bit and said, it'll be kind of in a different rotation either way. People love it. So I wanted to know in addition to the throwback North stars colors, which I think the vast majority of people can get behind, can love, can respect uh, what other former Minnesota wild jerseys would you like to see, you know, characteristics implemented? You have the OG, which has kind of that like grainy animal claw looking vibe um, with the, just the cutout. You've got some gold on there as well. Uh, there is the green scripted one with the Minnesota script across the chest diagonally. And then you have the red circle one, which is the circle logo where it says Minnesota wild. Um, I think that was the first one that had like a hockey lace up to it as well. Kirsten, what are your thoughts about those three jerseys? Are there any elements that you liked from any of those that you were like, Hey, let's give this a shot. I am a Jersey snob because I take fashion. I mean, not saying jerseys are fashion. It's very different, they are, but I'm a, I'm a Jersey snob. There are things from all three of them. I want to just take and incorporate into one Jersey. So like the animal claw marks from that first one. Yes, absolutely. Love it. The red from the circle Jersey. I love the red. And then the middle one, the script one, the lettering, the Minnesota wild writing on the front. I want to bring that back, but also the hockey laces. I love the hockey laces on jerseys. Every Jersey should have hockey laces. Let's bring it back in Minnesota. I need to see more of that. So honestly, my ideal is a combo of all three. You know, you're, you're not wrong, right? Like I, there are different elements. I'll be honest. I hate everything about the red Jersey. I have hated it since it came out. Like, I know there were quite a few people that were like, Oh, we stay on the red Jersey. And I was like, no, like just, I didn't like it. I don't, there was nothing about it. I mean, the hockey laces. Yes. But the green one also then carried over the hockey laces. The green one out of that group is my favorite, but, Mm -hmm. and I tweeted about this too. Like as I get older and as I yearn for nostalgia more, I have a little bit more respect for the old one. So yeah, like I think kind of some of that like claw on the numbers that they have, maybe implement that. Um, but yeah, I think you got to implement to the Minnesota script one some mm-hmm. way or another. Like I just love that was my favorite jersey. That is my favorite jersey. So maybe do a little something with that. Play around with it. Uh, I don't know who is in charge of making these decisions for the Minnesota Wild. We'll get them on a, on the phone though. Uh, again, it's I know me. Everyone... I am now in charge. Okay, <laughs> I nope, have hired myself. Fair. Yeah, I can. So yeah, Kirsten, let's make this happen. Let yeah. the people know if you could put the designs out there for everybody. Uh, first glimpse, well, if you will. We can't get too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. So I might just have to make an executive decision and I have okay. really good taste. So I think everyone will like it. So yeah, I mean, I'm not worried. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. I mean, people usually are very kind in respective in their criticisms of things, especially when it comes to jerseys. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, again, you guys were awesome in your engagement in that. It was very curious, like so many different opinions on it. I'm excited. So we'll come up with something for you guys. Kirsten and I will model it. It'll be great. Um, looking forward to it. Also looking forward to seeing you guys at our next live show at Kelly's tap house in Red Wing, February 23rd. That is a Thursday. The wild do play that evening against, I believe the Columbus blues jackets. So I'm sure blue blues jackets, blue jackets. That team is irrelevant at every level. Like I will dive into this on an episode. Like what is the Columbus blue jackets right now? Like what are like, I forget that they're even a thing. They're that bad. They're that off the radar. Sorry, Johnny Goudreau. Anyway, um, <laughs> they are playing that night. So come out to Kelly's Tap House. 
hang out with us, talk hockey. Obviously, Grain Belt, who is presenting our Buttes Live that evening, will have specials running galore. Very excited to check that out. We will also have a live show during a wild game. So we'll have kind of live reacts with Grain Belt coming up in March in St. Paul. So stay tuned for more information on our social channels uh, for those in the coming weeks as well. Also, shout out to Talk North for featuring us on their network. Shout out to Soda Stick. Uh, you guys should be getting your Bar Down Beauties merch this week if you ordered something please be sure to share a picture tag us love to see it uh if you're still needing to purchase things head to sodastick.com use code bar down beauties for 15 percent off all your purchases uh as we've mentioned shout out to green belt shout out to jim beam and shout out to our friends over at royal credit union less fee more free you guys are awesome we appreciate it yes fred is fired maybe he'll be back next week we'll see uh be sure to follow us on all of our social media channels that includes tiktok as well as our YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts. As always, have a fantastic week and go on. It's a pretty special thing to have one dominant program at any given high school, but to have two with the girls and boys hockey teams is a rarity. But we're lucky to see it happening right now in both Class AA and Class A. For the second week in a row, both Minnetonka boys and girls squads were ranked number one in Class AA. Over in Class A, War Road ranks number one in both boys and girls as well. On the boys' side, Minnetonka is now 19-2 after defeating Buffalo 6-0 last week. Buffalo was coming off of two wins against top 10 teams, but they ran into the juggernaut that is the Minnetonka Skippers. The Skippers also beat number three Wyzetta 4-2 and number 12 Lakeville South 5-2. Minnetonka has now won 10 straight with just four regular season games remaining. The Skippers will have faced number two Edina this coming Saturday, the Hornets coming off a big win over Hill Murray. Minnetonka is winning with a balanced attack, three strong lines, along with a solid defensive core and good goaltending. They currently have eight players with 20 or more points, each of those players averaging about a point per game. With that sort of depth, the Skippers will be tough to beat down the stretch. Come section time, they are the favorites in Section 2 AA, where they will likely have to face number six, Chan Hassan, who defeated the Skippers 4-1 earlier in the season. Over in Class A, the Warrior Boys have won 21 straight games and remain undefeated. Five of those wins have come against Class AA teams, and Warroad has outscored opponents 119-28. to They are killing penalties at a 94% clip, and their power play is converting 33% of the time. Just amazing. Mr. Hockey candidate Jason Shockby continues to put up gaudy numbers with 71 points on the season. Linemate Carson Pilgrim, a junior, scored his 40th of the year last week and eclipsed the 100-point mark for his career. Speaking of points and milestones, Kitson County Central's Tyler Hennon has scored 24 goals in his past five games and now has 62 on the season. That is good enough for the state's sixth all-time. The record holder is current Gopher Captain Jackson Nelson, who scored 78 goals in 2016. Hennon has three games left in the regular season and could even net a couple more during playoffs. That puts him well within reach of breaking the single-season all-time mark. The high school hockey season is reaching its peak as, as teams prepare for section playoffs, which is the most exciting time of the year for these teams, schools, and players. There is nothing better than putting it all on the line in a win-or-go-home setting. Every shift, every shot, every save counts. This is truly the best time of year for high school hockey in Minnesota. That's our high school hockey report. Remember, the Let's Play Hockey Expo is coming up March 10th and 11th at the St. Paul River Center. We will have a big announcement later this week, so be sure to follow Let's Play Hockey on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on what's happening in the state of hockey. We'll see you at the rink. We'll do one more just for kicks in five, four, three, two, one. It's a pretty special thing to have one dominant program at any given high school, but to have two with the girls and boys hockey teams is a rarity. But we're lucky to see it happening right now in both Class AA and Class A. For the second week in a row, both Minnetonka boys and girls squads were ranked number one in Class AA. Over in Class A, War Road ranks number one in both boys and girls as well. Boys hockey in Minnetonka is now 19-2 after defeating Buffalo last week. Buffalo was coming off of two wins against top 10 teams, but they ran into the juggernaut that is the Minnetonka Skippers. The Skippers also beat number three Wyzetta 4-2 and number 12 Lakeville South 5-2 earlier this week. 
Minnetonka has now won 10 straight with just four regular season games remaining. The Skippers will have to face number two Edina this coming Saturday with the Hornets coming off a big win over Hill Murray. Minnetonka is winning with a balanced attack and three strong lines along, along with a solid defensive core and good goaltending. They currently have eight players with 20 or more points, each of those play players averaging about a point per game. With that sort of depth, the Skippers will be tough to beat down the stretch come section time. They are the favorites to win in Section 2 AA, where they will likely have to face number 6 Chan Hassan, who defeated the Skippers 4-1 to earlier this season. Over in Class A, the Warrior Boys have won 21 straight games and remain undefeated. Five of those wins have come against Class AA teams, and Warroad has outscored opponents 119-28. to They are killing penalties at a 94% clip, and their power play is converting 33% of the time. Absolutely outstanding things happening up in Warroad next year's Hockey Day Minnesota host. Mr. Hockey candidate Jason Shogby continues to put up gaudy numbers with 71 points on the season. Linemate Carson Pilgrim, a junior, scored his 40th goal of the year last week and eclipsed the 100-point mark for his career. Speaking of points and milestones, Kitson County Central's Tyler Hennon has scored 24 goals in his past five games and now has 62 goals on the season. That's good enough for the state's sixth all-time in goal scoring. The record holder is current gopher Captain Jackson Nelson, who scored 78 goals back in 2016. Hennon has three games left in the regular season and could net a couple more come playoffs, putting him well within reach of breaking the single-season all-time mark. Let's go get him, Tyler. The high school hockey season is reaching its peak as teams prepare for section playoffs, which is the most exciting time of the year for these teams, schools, and players. There is nothing better than putting it all on the line in a win-or-go-home setting. Every shift, every shot, every save counts. This truly is the best time of year for high school hockey. That's our high school hockey report. Remember, the Let's Play Hockey Expo is coming up March 10th and 11th at St. Paul River Center. We will have a big announcement about that later this week, so be sure to follow Let's Play Hockey on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date of what's happening in the state of hockey. We'll see you at the rink. You're going to have to use the first one. Sorry.